Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Thank you for joining us. And I just, again, want to say good morning to you. Yes, it is morning. No matter where you are in the world, no matter what time you're listening to this, live or recorded, it is morning. Because if you're listening to the conversations that we have here, you are waking up waking up to your true life. So welcome, hello, and good morning to you. Thank you for joining. Now, today is uh, in the U.S. We are celebrating uh, Memorial Day, and I, I thought about this briefly just so that we could, uh, you know, get clarity around around it. And I don't know what you say. Do you say Happy Memorial Day? Because there doesn't seem to be the connection to happy when I think of Memorial Day. So I'd like for us to maybe uh, just start to say Grateful Memorial Day. Grateful Memorial Day to you all. You know, it's a time to celebrate. It's a time to remember the men and women who have gave who gave their lives, either in part or in whole, uh, to the ideals of a of a free America, of a free world, even. And you know, a, a world that's free from tyranny and oppression, etc. So, my hats off to all of the men and women. I honor you and I salute you for the the courage and the sacrifice that you've made uh, for this country and for your families. And, and so I just wanted to take a moment to say that. So thank you very much for that. The, uh, tonight, we're going to talk about one aspect of our lives that I think uh, many of us can be grateful for. Uh, you know, we talk about the four areas of success in our lives. We talk about finance, and we've, we've had guests on who've talked about how you manage your money properly. And even I had a yogini on who talked about yoga and finance. Uh, we talked about our careers. I've had a person on who talked about being authentic, an authentic leader. And, and I've even given you tips on how to give great presentations at work. And our health. Health has been a topic that we've touched on briefly in terms of how we see ourselves and believe ourselves as being fit or unfit or overweight or just right or even uh, very, very healthy. And relationships is one of those areas that we're going to talk about tonight. In fact, we're going to take a, a deep dive with a very special guest we have with us tonight. He is an expert in this field. His name is Leon Naden. Liam Naden is a marriage and relationship coach and best-selling author of more than 20 books to, and uh, two highly acclaimed marriage and relationships programs. He is the founder and director of Growing in Love for Life, an organization dedicated to helping couples overcome the problems in their marriage and achieve their highest happiness and potential. 
through a deep and passionate relationship. Now, I won't go through the rest of his bio. Maybe he'll tell us more about himself, but he does start off the rest of his bio talking about two failed marriages. So we're going to find out a little bit about that and how that's helped him move through and to the level of, of being someone that you can trust as a relationship coach. So if you would all just join me in welcoming Liam Naden to the show tonight. Liam, are you there? Hi there, Clarence. Yes, I'm here. Thank you very much for having me on your show and a grateful Memorial Day to you as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And thank you for taking the time. You know, when I say Liam is taking the time, he is uh, literally on the other side of the world. He's in, I, are you in New Zealand or Denmark or somewhere in Europe today? I'm in Denmark at the moment. Yes. And, yeah. and, uh, Lovely Denmark. Lovely Denmark. <laughs> what, uh, it's 5 p.m. on the West Coast in California. What time is it there for you? Just to give our listeners a, a, a sense of how dedicated you are. Uh, well, I don't know how de- whether it's dedication, but it's uh, just past two in the morning here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you that I'm so very grateful that you've taken the time out of your busy schedule, even out of your your night, to join us here on True Life Academy. It means very it means so much to me, and I know it means a lot to our listeners. So, thank you very much for doing this. Oh, pleasure. Well, you know, uh, Liam, as I was describing or at least reading part of your bio that described the things that you have been doing in terms of the, the books you've written, the, the relationship programs you've developed, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself so that we all get an understanding of who we're going to be listening to tonight? All right. Well, um, as you may or may not know from my accent, I am actually originally from New Zealand, although these days I am based in Europe. And uh, I got involved in relationship coaching slightly by accident, um, like certain other famous people, or should I say famous people in the world. I've had, I, and as you mentioned earlier, I have had two failed marriages. And interestingly, I found myself um, sleeping on my mother's couch, actually, in, in midlife, after having lost everything. And I was going through a battle with both ex-wives at the same time in court. And I was fighting bankruptcy. I literally did lose everything. I lost my, all my possessions, my careers. My, I had several businesses. I lost those. And uh, really all my friends, all my sources of income. And I, and I suddenly woke up after one night lying on my mother's couch, which is where I ended up. I was literally homeless thinking, what have I done wrong? I'm not a bad person. I've worked very hard all my life on developing myself. And a lot of the things you talk about in your show, you know, I was, I was very much into developing myself and my health, my finances. And I realized that the one area I'd been a failure in was relationships. And that was the cause of literally all my problems because um, that was the reason why I'd lost everything. And it made me realize that the truth of the matter is that nothing is more important or nothing has a greater impact on your life than your intimate relationship. And it was an area I hadn't really studied. I just, I'd made assumptions that, that I was good at it, but I, but I realized I was very bad at it. So I went on a a real quest to, to discover what makes a great relationship because I realized that without that you have nothing and with that you can achieve anything. So I, I really went on a, on a great uh, quest of study to figure out what makes a great relationship, what makes people create a great relationship 
and sustain a great relationship. And I started off by looking and observing couples who had really good relationships and couples who had quite bad ones. And I found that actually there are very few people who do have a really good marriage or relationship. But what I also discovered is that that those people do things that are very different to the rest of us. And so I really use that as the basis of my research and my study. And I I fortunately not only was able to create a, a, a truly wonderful relationship for myself, but I've gone on to develop it and use the ideas um, and other information that I've gathered along the way to really help other people to really navigate through and learn about how to create a great relationship for themselves. And a lot of my work is based around helping couples who've gone off the rails for whatever reason and how do they and helping them get, to get back on track and, and rebuild really the foundations of their relationship, which is where it all starts. Most people um, or many people, I should say, focus on the problems they have in their relationship. But those are really the symptoms of deeper causes. So what I do is I really help people uncover what, what's going on in their relationship at a, at a fundamental level so that they can make the changes necessary to, to really turn theirs into a great and, and fulfilling uh, partnership. That's that's amazing. So you've really used your own life as a launching pad, so to speak. At least a, a level of discovery led you into moving in this direction to really not only understand more about it, but helping others understand about it as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's uh, been a very exciting journey. That's amazing. Well, you know, when you, uh, you know, exciting, that's, that's probably an adjective that, that not many would, would put on what you've been through because what you have experienced, what you've just shared with us, I mean, having to battle two ex-wives at the same time. I mean, that's one is one is enough, don't you? <laughs> well, definitely, yes. But um, I'm, we could probably talk about um, that aspect all for the rest of the hour. But, I, you know, one thing I do want to share is I firmly believe that the worst experiences of your life are usually the best. Uh-huh. And uh, they're, they're breakthrough transformational experiences. And I'm so incredibly grateful to both of my ex-wives <laughs> and to the experience for really uh, helping me in a, such a tremendous way. And um, I'm, I'm very glad it all happened, in a, although it was extremely traumatic at the time, obviously. But, um, you know, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be here talking right now, which uh, would be a shame. That's right. That's amazing. I'm so very glad you said that because it really it shows something um, not only about you, Liam, but it really just displays for our listeners how important it is to in fact, go through challenges in life. I mean, we would all love to have like a, a smooth sailing life with no issues, never have a failure, never have an issue. But the truth of it is we grow and we become more of uh, who we're intended to be when we hit those rough spots. And you, you're a living example of that. Thank you. Mm, great. Now, we're, we're going to be taking a break in a couple of minutes, but and we may answer this at the other end, uh, at the other side as well. But if you could just start us on the path of talking about marriage, marriage as a part of the relationship. I mean, there's so much talk about marriage and how how it is, um, uh, how it's viewed today. Many people are getting married or not getting married based on how they view it. And I'm going to ask the question and maybe at, on the other side of the break, you can answer it. But 
one of the things that comes up is the the relevance of this thing called marriage, the institution of marriage today. And I'm sure with your experience in your previous marriages and with the work you do with your clients that you have uh, you have some insight to that. Will you mind sharing that with us on the other side of this break? No, certainly. It, it's a very interesting question. And uh, maybe during the break, your your listeners might like to think about uh, what they think the relevance or how relevant marriage is today in society. So, uh, and we'll, yes, when we come back, I'll um, share my thoughts happily. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you so much. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are listening to Liam Naden, and we will be back right after this break. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Everybody, everybody. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, and I am sitting here with Liam Nathan. Liam is in Denmark, and he's telling us um, about relationships. He's, he's helping us understand them better based on his own experience and his research. He's written several books. He's got programs that, that uh, help his clients as well. And uh, Liam, before the break, I had asked a kind of a, a pretty big question that you had also asked our listeners to think about, and that is how relevant is the institution of marriage today? 
Give us your thoughts. Well, it's an interesting question. Um, and I, I think overall, uh, you know, there are certainly people, uh, certainly plenty of people still getting married today. And there's still a lot of promotion of marriage as an institution in society by the media and by really everywhere you, uh, everywhere you look. But um, I would say overall, perhaps it's not as relevant as it has been. And why that is, we can talk about maybe some of the changes that have occurred in society over the generations that, that say, are, are different to today. But, uh, you know, I think probably of more significance to people, if you were to ask them, is what they're really looking for is the answer to the question, perhaps, which is, how can I achieve happiness fulfillment and my true potential in my life? And what does a relationship, what role does a relationship play in that? So that's probably of more relevance to people than the, than the true institution of marriage, I think, if they were actually to think about it. Um, but, it but of course, in many areas, it still is a very relevant means of creating a meaningful relationship. Yes. Wow. That's a great, that's, a, I mean? that's an interesting answer that, yes, absolutely. The, um, there is the influence of what, um, culture and society would say the relevance of, of marriage is, but then there's this other piece that you talked about and that's the search for happiness and fulfillment and how that might play a role in it versus just doing it because that's what culture says you should do. Mm, that's right. Yeah. So, so with with that in mind, you know, it sounds like uh, the role of marriage has has changed a little bit over over time because it used to be, you know, maybe even before I walked the face of this earth, that you had to be married no matter what. That was mm. just the way it was. Uh, women were it, it got to a place a place, and it, probably still today in some countries, where their children are paired up with other people so that they can be married and and have children etc and that marriage is is sacred in many regard um, and it's almost a, a given you will you will get married so how's that how's that changed in today's generation yes well it's changed in several ways and and it really reflects i think the the massive changes in society from uh, from previous generations. When you think about it, uh, the reasons a marriage would exist or, or a relationship would exist are very different now to what they used to be. For most of human history, the role of marriage was really nothing about being in love or, being, or finding someone to make you feel fulfilled or, or any of those so-called higher things. They had a much, marriage had a much more practical function it was about security and safety and, and, and building a, a family unit, a safe place to raise children. And so it had economic reasons as well. Um, those were the, really the primary drivers of, of what has created marriage. And that, of course, became sanctioned and institutionalized by the state and also by in, in various religions. But I think nowadays, and, and it's reflected in the, in the higher divorce rates, I suppose, but now, nowadays people's, um, uh, uh, the, the role of marriage is very different. People are seeking much more than just somebody to share their finances with and to build a, a home with and to, build, and to create a family with. They're looking for somebody who can be their, their emotional support and their, um, if you like, their, 
to use an, an over-quoted word there, soulmate. They're looking for much more happiness and fulfillment from that other person and from that relationship. So I think that's the most fundamental difference, and you can see why this has occurred, and it's, and it's really a, from a practical point of view that, you know, we don't, uh, women no, in particular no longer need to get married for financial stability. And, um, the, you know, people aren't worried about whether uh, the, the local tribe is going to come along and, and take all of their women and their children. So there's, there's not that uh, sense of need of security, if you like, of phys physical security. So that's the biggest difference, I think, uh, which makes marriage have a, di a very different role today. Wow, that's uh, you know I've never even thought of it in those terms, but you're absolutely, absolutely right in terms of the way things have, have changed slightly over the over the generations and and maybe even the the, the impetus of you know why why get married, um, not that it's no longer needed, but maybe for different reasons and uh, more more emotional support and and fulfillment type reasons as opposed to the security and the economics associated with it. Very interesting. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to take a moment here because I want, you know, people who are listening to be able to um, ask you questions directly at some point, not right now on the show necessarily, but is there a way for people to reach you or get your programs or your, or your books? You have a, a site, a website, or any, any place they can go to to yes. learn more. Well, my website, which is simply my name, liamnaden.com, there's, there's actually a, a large amount of information there. Um, there's there's a, several free reports. There's episodes of my own podcast, the Growing in Love for Life podcast, um, there's a lot of free information and also information about my programs, which are really designed to help people who are facing real problems in their marriage and wanting to perhaps save their marriage from divorce. Uh, so all of that is available on my website, which is liamnaden.com. Excellent. Excellent. Well, as one of the things that you were talking about was uh, the divorce. And so I would I would... Uh, question whether or not uh, is divorce really up higher than it has been and if so what, what do you think that's attributed to? Well if you look at the statistics of divorce more than half of marriages end in divorce and uh, I think you know another interesting fact about that is if you were to add in perhaps the number of people who are separated and then add on top the number of people who are considering separation and who aren't happy in their marriage and perhaps going to counselling, you begin to question whether there's anybody in a happy marriage at all. But, uh, but in many ways, uh, so divorce rates are very high. But in actual fact, and, and I'll go into a moment a little bit about the reasons for that, and, but in, I just want to say I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing because we talked earlier about people are now looking for a relationship or a marriage where they get more connection and fulfilment and emotional support and, emotion, and really personal growth, I suppose you would say, from their um, partner and from their relationship. So if they're not getting that, I think uh, people recognizing that that's what they're looking for and their marriage isn't providing that for them, then it's not necessarily a bad thing for them to decide that um, they need to move on and, and see if they can, they can achieve that with someone else. But I think, there, in answer to your question, I think there are several reasons for this high divorce rate, and one of them 
is just what we were saying before, the expectations that people have. And part of the expectation, um, I think, slightly unfortunately, is the pressure that people are under from uh, the media and marketing that, you know, we have this image bombarded everywhere in advertising and in films and things that that we uh, we have to have this wonderful, perfectly happy relationship where we, we, we smile and look at each other for the rest of, rest of our lives very happily. And uh, people expect that if their relationship is not like that, then um, there's something wrong with them and, 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 and maybe divorce is an option. There's a more fundamental reason. I don't know if we have time to talk, to, talk about it before the break, but I think people really haven't been given, uh, we're not taught in our education system the skills on how to create a truly deeply fulfilling and, and workable relationship on a deep level where we're taught the biological aspects, if you like, of a relationship or of a marriage. Um, but there's a whole area on how do you communicate, how do you create um, how do you first of all find the, the most suitable person for you? Um, and then how do you create and sustain a, a good long-term relationship? There's, there's very little. We're not taught about those sorts of things. And of course, people aren't equipped when they run into problems how to re- put things back on track, how to deal with uh, s- sustaining intimacy and sustaining interest in their marriage. And, and that uh, leads to a lot of people just simply giving up. Yes, yes, very good point. Yes, we are going to uh, run into a break here, but I want to explore that a little bit further with you when we get back. We'll be right back after this break. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome to Toginet. Radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Clarence Caldwell, True Life Academy. We are back with Liam Naden. And he is helping us understand the ins and outs and the complexities of relationships, even marriages. And one of the things we were talking about, Liam, before the break was that uh, this issue of divorce and the rates, the, the divorce rates, uh, you mentioned something that, was, I, that really caught my ear. And that was the fact that we are really not taught 
how to go about finding the right mate and 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 once we do or or whoever we decide to have that life with how to really cultivate that relationship and stay in that relationship and it does lead to divorce ultimately and one of the things that came to mind for me was that quite often we learn from watching our parents we learn from watching the people who are authority figures in our lives and and we watch their relationships not that we want to emulate them but somehow it gets imprinted upon us and we find ourselves doing very similar things as our parents do you find that to be true Yes, very much so. And I, I think your your point about um, why we attract the person that we do, um, I think the pattern tends to be, <coughs> and very often, of course, we get married, at least initially, fairly young. And the pattern tends to be somebody comes along that we fall in love with, and there's chemistry there, so we decide to marry them. And then time goes on, and, we, and our feelings change, and we we start to run into problems. So we say, well, I need to fix these problems. So we go to counselling. We realise we have differences and we can't fix the problems. And then we just get divorced. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but the problem with a lot of those, with, with every step along the way, starts right at the beginning and in, in selecting the right person. And that becomes very much a case of how well do we know ourselves? How well do we know who? Who, uh, what is going to make us happy in our life, and therefore what sort of person is going to make us happy? We tend to just pick, a, you know, the first person who comes along, or the, or the one who, who, um, you know, we seem to have the most chemistry with, if you like, and then, and then, and then struggle or have this mindset that marriage can't always be happy. I mean, there are several myths. I believe, about relationships. So I mentioned right at the beginning that I've observed pe- and made a study of people who have great marriages and, and the rest, and people who, who don't have great marriages. And there are several things, and we never get any of these from our parents, but one of the myths of marriage is that you have to work at it. But the people in great marriages I've observed, they don't work at it. I mean, if you're enjoying what you're doing, it's not work. And secondly, that there are another myth that there are bound to be problems in your marriage. Again, I've seen with people in really great relationships that isn't the case. If they do have problems, and their problems seem to be a lot fewer than most people, they deal with them very quickly. So these are the sorts of things we look at our parents and we hear about, well, marriage, you have to really work at it, and it's not always going to be perfect. And, you know, you need to compromise. That's another myth that I don't see happening in people in great relationships. Compromise isn't really part of their, their, uh, their relationship. But, it, but uh, we get these things because, again, what we were talking about earlier, we're not really trained. We're not really educated on what makes a great relationship. We're taught things about finances, health, um, our business life, you know, some of the other things you've been, that you talk about on your show, but somehow relationships just falls into the category of, well, find somebody who you think um, will, be, will be suitable, um, hope, uh, and it's, it's going to be a struggle and you'll have to work at it, but with any luck you'll come out the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I tend to agree with that. I think um, you, you see a lot of that in terms of people who are, Hanging in there together just because they, they feel it's, uh, they, it's, they, it's their obligation. They just have to, you know, till death do us part. I made that commitment and no matter what, uh, mm. I'm going to hang in there. And, uh, and, and often, and not always, but 
often these people are not very happy or fulfilled, and uh, in fact, some are pretty miserable. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, it, it's, it is going to have a huge impact on your happiness, the state of your marriage. So if a person really wants to have a strong marriage, I mean, obviously that, that initial finding of the right person is, is very important. But what are some of the important things they should focus on once they're in a marriage? Well, I think the most important thing, and again, I've noticed that this is what people in great relationships do, and it sounds a bit quite obvious <coughs> uh, when you think about it, but, but virtually nobody does that or does this, and that is if you want to have a strong marriage, you have to focus on the positive aspects. You know, whatever you focus on, and I'm sure you would agree with this, whatever you focus on, you get more of. And this is why I have an issue, uh, and I teach people in my programs, that um, it's not about focusing on trying to fix your problems, because if you focus on your problems, what's going to happen is you're going to get more of them. And they're just never going to go away. So if you want a strong marriage, what you've got to focus on are the positive aspects of your marriage. And in particular, there are two things to think about. Um, and these are things that you have in common with your spouse or your partner. And the first is your values. What are, the, what are the shared values that the two of you have? You know, do you both look at things in a similar way? Are you both... Uh, uh, do you both have the same attitudes towards things? And where you do, it's very important to focus on those and develop those. Not look at your differences, but look at the things that you have in common. And the other aspect is to create some goals and vision for your life. And sadly, most people don't do this either. They might create some financial goals, like we want to buy a house and we want to have children, but you know, a lot of people, once that's done, once they've got the, the house and they've got the, the family started or the family going, they, their marriage goes stale and they can't figure out why. But it's very important to continue to find things that, to work on together, to strive towards, to, have, to really have a vision for your, not only your own life, but for your marriage, for your relationship, where you want to be in two, five, ten years' time, and to make progress on that. And that's, those are the things that are going to really create some strength to your relationship and keep it enduring and growing, which is, of course, what everybody really wants to happen. Yes. Very good insight and very good advice. Uh, I really, really appreciate hearing that. You know, you, you mentioned right up, right up front what you focus on is what you bring into your life and, mm. and you get more of it. And uh, focusing on, you know, the, I'll just call it the negative things about what's not right or what you think is not right in the relationship continues to highlight that. And that becomes more of the issue for you rather than all the good things that, that might be there that you can focus on. That's so insightful. Thank you for sharing that. Pleasure. So, you know, what would you say are some of the, you know, those, those are the common elements, the, the values and the goals and the vision. Um, mm. Or, or are there more? Would you would you say those would be some of the common elements that that create strong marriages? Well, you know, there's another interesting thing that I found um, in marriages, and I, and I said right at the beginning or early on when we were talking that I firmly believe, and I know from my own experience, and and certainly from the people that I've that I've helped through my programs and coaching, that nothing has more of an impact on the quality of your life than the quality of your marriage. And the thing I've found with people in great relationships is 
and I think this is so important, is what they do is they actually make their marriage their number one priority. And this is what people don't do most of the time. They get, and unfortunately, you know, the pressures of, of uh, financial pressures or career pressures or other pressures come into to, uh, being. But if, if people really think about it, when they first get together with their husband or wife, when they first enter into a relationship and, and get married, the other person and their, their marriage is their number one priority. You know, when we're in those heady early days of love, we tend to move things around based on how it's going to affect our relationship and we put our relationship first and gradually that gets pushed to the side as other things seem to to uh, have more more of a calling on our time and our focus and that's when things start to go wrong so and and one of the things I do in my programs is I show people how to bring back their marriage to be their number one focus now it doesn't mean you have to spend all of your time together but the people in a great relationship, one common element is that they do make their marriage their highest priority, and everything else has to really fit around that. And uh, I think that's one of the things that could re can really help people the most is when they realize that and they start to do that again, which is, you know, again, what they did early on in their relationship, which is when it was working, um, is to really put the focus back on how can I make my marriage the most important thing that I focus on in my life. Because it, as I keep saying it, you know, it is actually the thing that uh, creates more of an impact than anything else. Mm -hmm. So it, it is the, the place to put it is number one. Yes, you know, it's, it's the one thing that I, I see and have even experienced is that as you are in a relationship and you have all these other things going on in your life at the same time, whether it be, you know, career, health, finance, other things that are happening around you. Um, once you get to a place where you th you think your relationship is fairly stable, your focus tends to shift a little bit to to these other areas to try and bring them up to a, a level of, of you know expectation that you might have, and unfortunately, the focus now becomes on those things and those are, and marriage is no longer the number one priority so the keeping and keeping that in balance I, maybe it's not balance maybe it's truly keeping marriage as number one and it should be out of balance that should be always number one is that what i'm hearing yes definitely because the, the truth is if you do make it number one you, the partnership that you create allows you in a much more effective way to deal with all of those other issues such as your you know, financial, your career, family, um, rather than the other way around. Most people I feel that I, my experience tend to think, well, if I can just get my you know, finances, now that I've got, we're married, okay, now if we can just get all these problems fixed, I can, we can get our finances in order, or I can get my career to where I want it to be, or we can get the children, you know, sort out all the issues surrounding them, then we can be happy, and then we can get back to spending time together um, as a couple. And, you know, it, that's not the way it works. It's, it's really about putting your relationship, let's spend time as a couple first, and how together are we going to deal with these issues? Um, and that tends to, that's a much more powerful way of living your life for a start. Um, yes. And, you know, it, it really is the way it works rather than, uh, as you said, you know, saying, well, I've got my marriage sorted, now I'll, I'll focus on these other things. Yeah, that's very interesting you say that because it's almost the um, the chicken and the egg kind of thing was is 
once you have this relationship, you mentioned it early, if you have a common set of values that you share or that you're creating goals together, Mm. then those other things are part of that that you can both focus on together and, and marriage remains number one. But if you don't have those common goals, then there's a, a little bit of a rift there, I would think. That's right. And that's where um, I mentioned much earlier again that, uh, you know, looking at the foundations of your relationship and one of the foundations that you really have to have is common goals, common values, mm-hmm. because that, that that's going to be a, a platform on which you can build a far stronger and happier life but you need to have those things in place. It's not just a question of saying, we've got problems, how can we fix them? Because the problems will just keep going if you don't fix the foundations. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Welcome to Toginet. Radio with a cutting edge. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello and welcome back to True Life Academy. Clarence Caldwell here with Liam Naden. And Liam is really opening our eyes to how to have great relationships, how to have a great marriage. I know many of us are in relationships and, and some are married, and, and, but we struggle from time to time. And I, if you are struggling, if you are struggling with your relationship or your marriage, the things that Liam is sharing with us that creates the foundation on which to build that great relationship are so very important. So I hope you're paying attention and I hope you're taking notes because it's, uh, it's really an eye-opener. You know, uh, Liam, we have, um, you know, there's so many things, we, so many different directions we can go in this thing. I mean, everything from... <laughs> because it's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Relationships mm. are huge. I mean, mm. you know, everything that involves, involves children and everything else. So we're going to put that on hold for a second. But I, I, I want to just continue down this path we were walking because I think we were going somewhere with this. And I, I want to ask you about uh, people who are already married. We're already in a relationship, and um, they are having issues. Uh, we talked about having common goals and vision and values so that you could build on that. But let's say you're already there, and, and 
maybe some of those things aren't quite in place, but you're having problems in your relationship or in your marriage, how would you suggest that they best start in terms of trying to resolve them? Well, it's a big, uh, it's a big subject, isn't it? And, and yes. um, as I mentioned, I have a couple of programs. Uh, one is a 30-day program that takes people really through all of the, the uh, permutations of, of, the, of the foundations of their relationship and how to really take it apart and rebuild it in a, in a proper way. But um, if people are having problems, then I think the first thing, there are several things they can do, but the first thing to realize is, are the foundations strong? Do we have shared values? You know, many people, unfortunately, and many people who do my programs, they come to the conclusion that the best thing for them is, they, is to realize and accept that they are in the wrong relationship. And obviously, ideally, then they don't come to that conclusion, but it's still a success in my mind if they do, because at least they're being honest and true to themselves. So think if you're having problems, it's very important to be honest with yourself. And we, we have this inner knowing and understanding if we are in the right relationship or whether really we're just there because of, you know, outside pressure or the pressure we put on ourselves. Or, of course, you know, there are, there are very big consequences usually for ending a relationship. But that's the first thing, is to say, am I in the right relationship? Can I see myself with this person if all of our problems were resolved, uh, carrying on and creating the, the fulfilling life that I deserve and that I'm here to achieve for myself and that I'm here to share and influence with other people? And if you are, if you do believe, yes, you are in the right relationship, and hopefully, of course, you do come to that conclusion, then... It's about focusing on, about not focusing on the problems and on the differences. It's about saying, what common ground do we have? And another very good technique that um, is very effective, and that, funnily enough, most people have not thought about, is to, is to go back in your mind and to think about it in some detail about what it was that you and your partner used to do in your relationship when you first got together that made you really happy that you've stopped doing. You know, I talk to people who, I say, when was the last time you smiled at your, at your husband or your wife? And it sounds silly, but we get caught up in day-to-day -day life and we forget these things. And they go, oh, it's, well, I can't, I'm embarrassed to say. But just something as simple as that, as sharing a funny story with them, as spending some time with them, as talking, talking about your goals and, some, and your dreams, and having goals and dreams rather than just the, you know, the, the, the mundane day-to-day. -day. Doing something spontaneous. And one of the big things is not doing, uh, not focusing on your problems. You know, when, when people get together early on in a relationship, they think the other person is wonderful. They don't see that the, per the other person has in, any flaws. So what they're doing is focusing on the good aspects. And it can sound a little bit simplistic and a bit corny, but... But these things actually work because it's what we stop doing. We start, you know, only focusing on problems, only dealing with mundane things, and our relationship becomes a, a sort of a very stale and, and uninviting place to be. And that's, of course, when people start to stray away and, and look for some, some emotional fulfillment elsewhere. Yes. Wow. <laughs> 
Well, that leads to a whole other question here that I, I just got to ask. But before I do that, uh, I, I want I want to give you a chance again to let our listeners know where to find your programs, and uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about you know you know if you have one or two that you you would just suggest right off the bat the programs that you have available, uh, what they're like. Thanks, Clarence. Yes, well. There's a lot of information about how to improve your relationship, particularly if you're having problems, um, on my website, which is simply my name, liamnaden.com. And I do have pr- two programs. I mentioned the 30-day one. I also have a seven-day one, which is called Stop Your Divorce, How to Save Your Marriage When Your Spouse Doesn't Want To. And that's one of the biggest problems people have is when they want to stay married, but their spouse tells them they want to leave. What do you do in that situation? You can't go to counseling because your spouse doesn't want to want to go. They, they want to check out. They want to leave. So that's a very powerful program to help people in that situation. And my 30-day program is more of a, a much deeper relationship transformation program that shows people how can we really take our marriage wherever it is right now and turn it into something that is really going to uh, propel us into a whole new direction of fulfillment and connection with another person and really development of ourself and our life together. Uh, and that's my 30-day program. But all that information is on my website, liamnaden.com. Excellent. Great. Thank you for that. And everyone, please, if you, if you are really struggling at all with your relationship or with your marriage, uh, check out what Liam has to offer because it sounds as if whatever the issue is, whether it seems to be gone so far that it maybe it seems like it's over, uh, there's still a possibility that it can be saved. Um, and as Liam said, maybe you'll just find that it, the right thing to do is to move on. Um, there are all, all, all kinds of possibilities that might come from this, but you have to be brave enough to to step out there and for your own self, for your happiness and for your fulfillment. I think this is a necessary thing to take a look at. So uh, thank you, Liam. You know, you mentioned in your seven-day program that, you know, if a, if a spouse is, is like ready for a divorce, one side is ready, to, you know, somebody's checking out, um, mm. not to give away the entire seven-day program, but is there some nugget in there in that program you can give us right now that we should be looking for or do if, if you're at that point in your relationship. Okay, well, I think the thing to realize, and, and most people have forgotten this, if your husband or wife wants to leave and wants to end their marriage, there's only one reason why, and that is they're not happy. <laughs> and it sounds so obvious. So what you've got to say is, if they're not happy, how can I figure out uh, that how can I turn myself into their best option? You know, when you first got together, you wooed them or you made yourself attractive or you you put an effort in to being their best option and to win them over, if you like. So you've got to figure out what about you, what about your relationship is causing your spouse not to want to be there. And when you sort those things out, you don't have to talk them into staying. You don't have to try and get them to counseling. You don't have to plead with them or threaten them or, you know, ask them to try and fix things. They will just naturally want to be there. And, you know, that's really the key, I think. Mm-hmm. Of course, figuring out how to do that and how to be your spouse's best option, that's what my program, or both of them, really are about. Um, it's, it's not actually as simple, but it is an easy 
answer, but it's not a simple one to find. And that's what the programs help people to do. Fantastic. Super. Thank you for that. See, everyone, you got a nice little gem there. And in a matter of a minute, Liam was able to give you this nice gem. Now, if you want more of that treasure, you're going to have to go to liamnaden.com to take a look at his programs. Uh, Liam, I, I kind of took the lid off of one of these, these questions that I, that I think uh, comes into play when people have been together a while, and that's the issue of children that, or other things that complicate the marriage, I'll call them complicating factors. Um, some people stay together because of the children. Uh, mm. Can you give us some insight to whether that's a good idea or, or what happens in those scenarios? Well, that's a wonderful question. You did say earlier we do have another three hours to talk. <laughs> We're just going to have to have you come back. <laughs> I think one of the things about children to realize is what example, if, if one of your children was in your situation and came to you for advice on what to do, what would you say to them? And that's what you need to say to yourself. So if you're staying together for the sake of the children, if one of your children was in that situation, would you tell them that was a good idea? Mm. Or would you say, you know, the important thing is that you're happy. That is the most important thing is your, your happiness. Because it's not what we say to our children, it's the example we set that has the, the biggest impact, in fact, the only impact on them. So it's about who you are as a person, um, not about what you say or the image that you project. And most of the people who I've spoken to who, uh, who's, who's, who, who have been in the situation where their parents stayed together for the sake of their children ended up resenting their parents, and they resented them for their, their lack of honesty, if you like. So I think it's very important to say, um, you know, if we're staying together for the sake of the children, we've got to be honest here. And it's far, a far better example to set your children to say, you know, I made a mistake and I had the courage to end a relationship, even though it was going to be very difficult to end it, even though I was very scared about what happened. But I have had the courage to step out and make all the mistakes along the way to um, go after my highest fulfillment so that I can, sh I can not only live, live the life that I was designed and destined to live and that God, whoever created me to be here for, but I can also... Um, contribute most to the happiness of other people by being myself. So if you want to know how to use your, or, or the best thing you can do for your children, no matter what the state of your, your marriage, I think it's be the best example you can be of the person you would like them to be. Excellent advice. Wow. That's very, uh, very profound. And, and, you know, it just hits, it hits the nail right on the head because certainly in, last week we talked about self-love and loving yourself and how we beat ourselves up sometimes in, in our minds and we call okay. ourselves we call ourselves dumb or we call ourselves an idiot or if something happens we make a mistake and we're harder on ourselves than others but one of the things that i had given as advice was to what would you say to your child if they made that mistake right. uh, you you would be more positive more supportive and that's what we should do with ourselves so this follows along that track thank you for sharing that with us so mm. so profound very true, though, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> mm. 
You know, we are, ah, gosh, like you said, I wish we had another couple of hours. We are running out of time here. And I, Liam, I just want to, again, thank you so very much for joining us. I know it's very early in the morning there for you to take the time to share your insights and your thoughts and your wisdom with us meant so very much. Thank you for being with us tonight. Well, thank you very much for having me on the show. I hope, I hope it's uh, given your listeners a few things to think about, maybe, to help them Absolutely. improve their, their relationship and their life. Absolutely. We'll see you all again next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success. To help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.